right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. This time, Marcus back. Where are you see? They're right there. <laughs> Anyhow, good to have you back. Because in this yeah. show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today is Monday, August 28th. It's getting close to an end for August, and it's been a tough month for us uh, for the stock market. Stocks are on track for a losing month, but is there still hope for the stock market in the final week of the month? We'll take a look at this of what's happening. We'll take a look at our positions and also possibly new trading opportunities. Now, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hart, and we're real traders who trade live accounts. So. Therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And uh, yeah, Mark, we got to look at what's happening. We are heading into the final trading week of August. And here I marked it. That's where we were on uh, July 31st. So markets are on track for losing week, uh, losing month. Yeah, yeah it, it has been a, a tough uh, month. It, it was a, a tough, tough week as well. But uh, last week, the, the flavor was NVIDIA earnings and Powell's comments on Friday, uh, the S&P and or the Dow and the NASDAQ finished lower for the week. The S&P was up for the week, but for the month, we're down 3% plus. So the Dow's down 3.4% for the month going into today's trading session. The S&P's down 4% for the month going into today's trading session, and the NASDAQ down 5.3%. Yeah. So, however, it seems that uh, markets have found a bottom. So this is the S&P 500. If you're looking at the Dow, similar here and even on the Nasdaq. And I mean, last week it was all about NVIDIA and Powell and NVIDIA earnings and NVIDIA is just everybody's darling right now. They reported earnings. Open higher pulled back right now, actually trading lower than they did before earnings. Yeah, a little bit of a, a sell the news, sell the fact, however you want to put it. Uh, stellar earnings from NVIDIA, but it looks like a lot of that was priced in with the run-up that we've had really all year long. I mean, you think, uh, let's just uh, take a look at this. Uh, if we are looking here on our wheel scanner where we have all the important information that we need, NVIDIA actually paying a dividend of 0.03 and trading at a PE ratio of 244.37. I mean, who would you, what would you say? Who is a competitor to NVIDIA? AMD? Sure, you could pull up AMD. Yeah. So if you look at AMD here, uh, oh, we don't have a PE ratio for, for AMD. Um, MicroStrategy? MSTR? No, that's, that's not. How about um, TSM or Marvel or, or MU? TSM. All right, TSM, there we go. Also, semiconductors, they're trading at a PE ratio of 16 versus 244. So, yeah, this is where I got a lot of hype into this, especially with retail traders, right? I mean, it has become one of the most popular stocks to trade because they had a stellar year. I mean, for the year we talked about it, they're up uh, more than 200 percent 
and these were not too surprising to see a little bit of a pullback. And then on Friday, it was all about Powell. Yep, Powell, he said that there are signs of continued economic growth, which is a plus, and strong consumer spending, which is a plus. But he did say that the Federal Reserve and Central Bank is going to proceed carefully with additional hikes. And although inflation has moved down from its peak, which is welcomed, it remains too high. All right. So traders are trying to read into this, trying to figure out, okay, what exactly is he saying? And right now, the probabilities for a rate hike during the next meeting at the end of September creeped up uh, to 19.5%. I mean, that's the highest that it has been in the past uh, month, I want to say. Yeah, in, in his prepared remarks, he did say that, quote, we are prepared to raise rates further if appropriate and intend to hold policy at a restrictive level until we are confident that inflation is moving sustainably down toward our objective, end quote. Yeah, and even though traders right now are not factoring in that this will happen at the next meeting, uh, if you look ahead at the November meeting, so traders are now factoring in uh, almost a 50% probability that during the November meeting, which is happening on November 1st, the Fed will raise interest rates one more time and then hold it at a high level until mid of next year. And that's it. That's interesting. That's definitely a shift from what we had 30 days ago, where now traders are kind of buying into the fact that the Fed might need to pull out their guns one more time, or at a minimum, really just keep things elevated. Of course, the Fed's going to go by data, and there is more data coming out this week. Yeah, and I think this will be the big one this week. If you, if you look at data, we'll go back here to uh, Monday and Tuesday, but Thursday, that's the big one. The core PCE price index. I mean, we, we always have said that this is the, the Fed's favorite inflation gauge. Uh, we know, knew that. Uh, and uh, Powell on Friday really dissected what exactly they're looking at when they're looking at the core PCE price index. So uh, right now it is forecasted that it remains at uh, 0.2, which would be good. An increase in the uh, core PCE price index might actually uh, yeah, lead to a, a jump in the probabilities for a rate hike at the next meeting. Could be. And we know that that core PCE number is going to be important, but then it's also jobs week. Jobs yeah, and jobs week actually starts off uh, tomorrow with the JOLTS jobs opening uh, that used to be a, a super important metric uh, during the pandemic. Uh, it's still flagged as a red flag report, as a high impact report. I think at some point it'll go back to medium because recently we haven't seen the markets reacting to the JOLTS jobs opening. But this is where traders try to gauge, okay, what's happening when the big jobs report comes out and this will be on Friday. Yep, Friday. You have average hourly earnings, the unemployment rate, you have the non-farm payroll numbers there. So Friday's always a biggie. But hey, you never know if something's going to move the market like Wednesday's uh, private payrolls too, ADP jobs. Yeah. So that's coming out. And then we also have the preliminary GDP coming out on Wednesday. It's going to be a busy week for data. It is, especially with earnings season winding down. I mean, if you take a, a quick look at the earnings calendar, um, so we see that this week, 
not too much going on. Uh, so today, Pindui, uh, tomorrow, Pinduoduo. I think the big one will be Salesforce. And then we are at the tail end of earnings season where we also have a few more retailers reporting earnings. But we talked about it in our mastermind meeting this morning. The big ones are kind of out of the way. I mean, Target, Walmart, Nordstrom, uh, Macy's, Kohl's, they're out of the way. But we have a few more reporting this week. Yeah, Broadcom on Thursday and Salesforce on Wednesday, probably the, the two biggies. Yeah, we will see that these are the ones with the biggest market cap. This is what we are showing here with this blue, uh, light blue bar underneath, uh, underneath the symbol here. Yeah, so today, looking at the markets today, before we take a look at our positions, uh, I mean, we, we, we opened higher and uh, we just talked about it in the mastermind meeting. I wouldn't be surprised if we are pulling back towards Friday's closing price trying to fill the gap because there's nothing going on today. We have no economic news today. We have no real earnings uh, going on today that could move the market. So opening a little bit higher now, uh, pulling back towards Friday's closing price. And honestly, that's what I'm expecting for today. Well, we also have this technical pattern that's developed over the last five trading sessions. Update, down day, update, down day, update, down day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so therefore, it could be another uh, down day. Uh, it just seems right now that, okay, traders are figuring out what's happening. The VIX, the volatility index, uh, now trading uh, below 16 again at 15.75. Uh, Not as low as recently. So this should just shows there's a little bit of uncertainty in there. And again, with the economic reports that are coming out this week, I'm not too surprised to see that. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, let's take a look at our positions and uh, then also possible new trades to consider. So first of all, looking at our positions, ALB, the first one here, that is one that we both uh, rolled last week. I did it on Thursday. You did it on Friday because we do own shares. Uh, got assigned at uh, 192.50. My break even is at uh, 187.08. You actually got assigned at 190. Yeah, th this one's just working out perfectly. Uh, so loving how this one is going. You, like you said, you sold or you rolled on Thursday. I rolled on Friday, ended up being the same credit. So we were able to bring down our break even by another 260. And my break even right now is 184.11, not counting the 260 that I got on the roll. So working out pretty well. Nice. This is working out great. So if on Friday we're closing above 192.50, uh, that's when we get called away, unless we roll again. And uh, I mean, Mark, we, we talked about it. I'm willing to write this up to 195 or 200 if I can. I, I really think we can. I, this one had a positive earnings, but then a reversal on earnings and a little bit of a slide. There is some nice support below. There's some volatility in this one. That's why we were able to get 260. I mean, bringing down your break even by $2.60 with a roll. That That's some nice premium on this one. So I do think we have a little bit of more upside. We just have to see where we're at. Yeah. All right. CSIQ, little buddy. I mean, still disappointing. We got a sign at 35. My break even at 34, uh, 35. Right now trading at 26, 26. So we are not in call selling territory. Uh, at first, it looked good this morning. So we were yeah. marching higher. Uh, we were up uh, 1.5%. We're still up 0.6%. But with the overall markets right now dipping a little bit, 
that's where we are. I mean, on Friday, we closed higher by 0.3% uh, today. <clears throat> Let's just see if we stabilize at this level and then uh, crawl our way back up there. Yeah, this one's not so fun, but I, I think this this is a good example of the one out of 100 wheel trades that, that is likely to happen, right? Of course, it's fun when you have the 99 working out easy that are, are just, you know, expiring worth, puts expiring worthless. You're closing them at 80%, closing them at 90%. This one, best of the solar bunch, still believe that's true. It's holding up at some support levels that were established in 2022. That's why we look at these support levels. So I think that's a positive, but we're, we're probably going to need to manage this one unless there's a V-shaped uh, move on this one. You never know. You never yeah, know. You never know. And again, this is where it's super important that you have a trading strategy that you're comfortable trading with. We're very comfortable with this and we know that we might actually be stuck in this one for the next few weeks. That wasn't the plan, but as you said, Mark, it can happen. doesn't happen too often, but uh, when it does, uh, we might be stuck in there for a little bit. But uh, I, I mean, typically those stocks that I've been stuck in for a while, like NVIDIA, like Google, like TPR, those are the ones that are generating over time the most premium. Yeah, and I haven't looked at what the data is for this year, but I did a study looking back at the positions that we were in in 2021 and 2022. And I, I want to say that on average, if a stock was down 10% plus from our assignment rate, or sorry, our cost basis, it took on average 35 days to get back to our cost basis, right? Now, anything yeah. could happen. It could be sooner, it could be longer. But I think it, that's a, a good reference point at this at this point. Yeah. All right. NEE, Next Era Energy. Um, I mean, another super interesting one. We got assigned at uh, 69.50. My break even is at 68.67. Right now we are trading at 68.08. So very close to my break even. <clears throat> this morning it was pulling higher. We're still up 0.2%. Looked like maybe we could sell calls here, but I'm also uh, very comfortable with this stock. Seems that we have found some support at 67. And now we just need another uh, quick push higher here. Yeah, this one where the amount that we're down on this is insignificant. It's what well, I think one and a half percent or something like that. Yeah, it goes ex dividend tomorrow. So tomorrow, if we are still holding shares, which we will be, we will be entitled to uh, what's a 57 cent dividend, I think. And yeah, I think it was 48 that, cents. I mean, it's around 50 cents, which lowers our break even by another 50 cents. Exactly. Just by doing nothing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I, I think once we get past that, then uh, we'll be able to sell calls. And you're right, it was 47, not 57. Yeah. All right, uh, then we also have PNC. And uh, PNC also interesting this morning, pulling a little bit higher. Uh, it was up as uh, much as 1.7, uh, 1.8%. Right now, still up 1.1%. Mm -hmm. uh, here, your break even is around 135, 136, I believe. I uh, know your, your cost basis. My cost basis is 136 on the. This one right now, my break even's one twenty nine thirty five. Ooh, nice, nice. Yeah, for me it's a little bit higher. It's at one forty one fifty. My cost basis. So this is another stock that moved at first uh, nicely in the direction, and then Moody's and Finch they all said, "Well, we gotta watch out for banks. We gotta put them on watch, possibly downgrade them." And uh, this is where we moved lower, but right now 
trading at the lower end of the range that was established. So let's just see if over the next few weeks, this goes back up there so that we can sell calls again. But again, this is where we are in this trade a little bit longer. Now, yeah. talking about the trades, again, these are the ones uh, that, that you see, the ones where you got stuck for a little bit and we are okay with it. The other ones uh, that you probably don't see uh, or don't remember that often are those that are working out because they pop up. GM for me was a three-day trade. I sold the 32. Friday, it expired worthless. This worked out great. And the same for you, for UPS, right? Yeah. 167.50 expired worthless i was able to do the 170 the week before i actually looked at it this morning the 167.50 was available again but then we started a rally so uh i'll, I'll keep an eye on uh, ups this week but with the markets higher today i didn't want to force anything yeah and i mean overall uh, we we talked about a few uh possible candidates uh with our mastermind members so we talked about gm uh the 3250 you talked about uh ups uh, another one that uh, popped up uh, is Qualcomm at 108. <clears throat> so there's another possibility. And I do believe that we also looked at BAC, Bank of America. So <clears throat> we're not telling you just yet which trade we took uh, because, hey, you know the drill. We're exchanging likes for trades. So uh, why don't you give us a like and then uh, we'll definitely let you know tomorrow of what we thought about these possibilities and what we said decided to do today. All right, back to the overall market uh, here. Uh, the the S&P uh, looking at a five minute chart right now, still pulling a little bit back, uh, hanging out up there up 0.34%, uh, the Dow up 0.5%, the Nasdaq up 0.5%. So, I mean, but we see that this is a super small range here for the markets. Do you think we finish lower today or, or higher? Well, we got to follow the pattern, right? I mean, you, you just mentioned it. The pattern is lower, higher, lower, higher. Friday, we were higher. So today, I think we have to be finished lower again because there's uh, really not a lot go going on. So this were with the uncertainty of what's happening this week, might be a down day or just slightly up like 0.1% or something like this, where we are just more or less around the, uh, the unchanged mark. I think we're lower too. Yeah. All right. Hey, we'll find out what happens tomorrow and this where we'll also reveal of uh, what we decided to do today. So stay tuned. Give us a like. The more likes we get, the more trades we're handing out for you. <laughs> this is the deal. And if you're new to the channel and you like what you saw, consider subscribing this way. Get a notification whenever we go live. We'll be back here tomorrow morning. So see you then. Happy trading, everybody.